Shomrabyog. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Collecting Issues, where this week we'll be taking a look at Falcon and Winter Soldier Volume 1, Cut Off One Head, Collecting Issues 1 to 5 of the 2020 Marvel Comics series, written by Derek Landy and illustrated by Federico Vicenti. Very good introduction, Ben. Virtually flawless. <laughs> Benjamin, what is it about Falcon and Winter Soldier that's made us decide to cover it this week on the Collecting Issues podcast, the Collecting Issues Bi-Weekly Club? Nailed it. Uh, Michael, have you been living under a rock? Yes, Benjamin, I live under a rock on the Isle of Ireland. Uh, that'll explain it then. Michael, for the last six weeks, we've been watching The Falcon and The Winter Soldier on Disney+, Plus, starring one Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan. Right, right. And Michael, this series seems to be a very strange little tie-in comic. Ben, is this an adaptation of that very story? No, because it came out earlier. So I don't know if it's a pilot run for some merchandising franchising stuff. Is that what's going on, Ben? What they've done, what they've done is said, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. That's going to be a popular and big television show based entirely around a, a single scene in Captain America: Civil War, where they didn't get on sitting in the back of seat of a car, <laughs> and now the entire is that a doggo, Benjamin? It is. It's my doggo. She's very upset by something. Yeah, like. well, anyway, keep going. She doesn't like tie-in merchandising, Ben. I guess that's she the problem. She's not for it. Because, Benjamin, this comic book is nothing to do with the television series The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, really, is it? No, it seems like somebody gave the script to Derek Landy and said, yeah, look, there's Baron Zemo. Oh, look, there's the lads. And look, oh, they don't get on. Oh, yeah. oh, they have a strong bond with Steve Rogers, but they oh, they don't get on. That's what it is, Ben. And that is what all... Not... I mean, this isn't a direct tie-in comic to um, to the TV show. No. But, no, it's not. It's not at all. But this is what all kind of comic books released at or around the same time as big movies and films. Starring established characters. Benjamin, I don't know if you've ever saw the film Marvel's Infinity War. Yes, I have. Well, every time there was a big Avengers movie release, Benjamin, Marvel re-released the Avengers, the comic book, basically from issue one. So, at the time Infinity War came out, Ben, they they started a new Avengers series which quite heavily featured the Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh. So, if you were John Q. Public, Ben, if you were Philip P. Random Body... John Wick, if you will. Yeah, if you were Derek off the street um, and you said, I'm quite into these films. Is the films. The films. Is there any comics about these characters that I like from the films uh, that you could give to me? But I don't just want to read the film in comic book form done by a jobbing artist. I want a, a proper comic, but featuring these characters. Do you have that for me? That's what the comic book shops could give you, is this. Yeah, they'd be like, I guess I bloody fucking do. Here's number one. Here's number one to five. Have this. Get it in your pipe. Don't worry. There are absolutely no spoilers for the show The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And in fact, it's not related to it in any way. And Except in fact, that we've got a lad in a purple mask. Yeah, you know, it's got many of the characters you'd like that, that you've seen in that show that you liked. But, you know, it's still in the comic book continuity. And... All of the comic book history, you don't need to know it. You don't worry yourself about it. You certainly don't need to know it, Michael. Not one little bit. And that's the entire purpose of this comic book. Michael, this is... 
Yes. I don't want to be mean, Michael, but it's schlock. Oh, now you stop that, Benjamin. Because, Benjamin, um, there's a very... You know, on this podcast, Ben, Collecting Issues of the Bi-Weekly Comic Book Book Club, which I can actually say, although I usually get it wrong on purpose. Um, we, have a, we have a soft spot in our hearts for Irish works, Ben. And there's a bit of an Irish, there's a bit of an Irish connection in this. Uh, Derek Landy, Michael, is a pretty massive children's author. He's written the much acclaimed uh, children's and now young adult series Skullduggery Pleasant. Is that the one about the the child genius Artemis Fowl? No, it's not. No, no, it's not. Okay, so what's no, that? It's not. It's about a skeleton detective, Michael. Right. Think David Tennant with no face and a pinstripe suit. Okay, and he detects skeletons. Yes, he goes around finding skeletons. It's amazing how much you can draw out of one series. No, Michael, <laughs> you silly goose. Does he meet a person, um, Ben, and go, Ah, there's bloody one inside you. Ah, I found it. Yeah, I found bloody it. Skullduggery Pleasant. Yeah. So um, it actually deals with a, a pretty cool concept of uh, a magical world running parallel to our own, Michael. Dublin is one of the cradles of magic. Well, Ireland is one of the cradles of magic. Um, and it's a, oh, there's a big, there's a big mysterious society just below the surface of our own, Michael. Mm. And uh, the main character of those books is, is one Valkyrie Kane. Right. Um and she's a young lady and she acts as our kind of entryway into this new world of, of myth and magic and all kinds of things. And he's a fast-talking skeleton, Michael. Ah, so Ben, here's my question for you. Is it about fast-talking, witty characters in whimsical situations? It is, yeah. Ah. What makes you say that, Michael? Ah, because Benjamin, that's what this comic book is like, is what I'm getting at. <laughs> It's bloody chock-a-block, Michael. I think, I think Derek Landy might have thought he was writing Deadpool at one point or another. There is, um, Ben, quite a bit of Deadpoolishness to this. And it only increases as it goes along. Yeah, I think that's what put me off, um, Michael. I, I have rarely been so irritated by a character as I was by the natural in this comic book. Mm, interesting um, you say that, Ben. I did not love him. But when he was introduced in the first issue as just this young kid in normal people clothes who shows up and confidently beats the shit out of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I was like, ooh, I like this guy. Where's this guy going? Yeah. But then it got dumb. It got dumb. It, this, this very quickly shifts from a intriguing spy drama thing to a flat out comedy by the end and I couldn't understand that tone shift mm. it's a real um, quick tone shift it's it, it starts as a as a spy drama and finishes as a slapstick parody of comic books yeah so we're, we're introduced to a host of characters here our standard characters are in place we have Falcon and the Winter Soldier mm-hmm. um, Bucky Barnes and Sam Wilson are there both in the continuity of 616 our former Captain Americas they took up the mantle when Steve was off doing something else yeah I think he was on um, the moon he was probably on the moon and they took it up and this is kind of dealing with See, this is a shame, right? So we're we're introduced to a mystery. Bucky is kind of making amends in a similar way he is to the the TV show The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Um, a condition of his part uh, of his pardon in in this universe is that he's a bagman for a government agency. He's doing wet work. Hand- yeah, that handles uh, dodgy folks who are probably a little bit overpowered for the environment they're in. 
and the government sees if they can recruit them, and if they can't, oh, they bloody take care of them. Um, and then one day, Michael, a SWAT team turns up to his door, tries to take him out. Yeah. Um, and he goes, oh, oh no. It's a very Bucky-esque situation, Ben. He's always fighting people in stairwells. Yeah, it's no good. He's always no fighting good. people in stairwells. It's straight out of Captain America the Winter Soldier. And I'm not certain that wasn't intentional again, Michael, to try and build a cinematic parallel here, but I didn't like it. I um, did like it. I actually, you know I liked issue one, Ben. I liked um, Bucky at home with his little kitty cat and uh, being attacked and having to escape. Um, I liked Falcon's dumb red wing bird thing, um, believe it or not. I thought issue one was quite good. And issue one was quite good mm. by comparison to the rest of it, but I still disagree. Actually, what I d- do you mean now? I disagree. Right, hang on now. I disagree because I also thought issue two was quite good. Get out of here. I did. I thought here. issue two was quite good. Get out, Ben. Um, I'm going to say it one last time just to reiterate. I thought issue two was also quite good. <laughs> then what we have, Michael, is uh, we kind of get a. A few big names thrown around there, but we get some other strange characters introduced to us. We get, what's her name? What's the the worker's name who didn't turn up? She was hung over. Uh, this big twist. The big twist lady. Remember Ben? Is spoilers. It win- something. Something. Winters. There's no spoilers. This is collecting issues. This the bi-weekly comic book book club. Very. And good, if you're listening Peter. to this and you haven't read the comic book, pause it and go read the comic. Go read book. the comic book. We're way past the point of spoilers. I can't remember her name. Um, Eve something. I'm going to call her Miss Eve from now on. Okay. So, uh, Miss Eve is introduced Veronica. to us. Veronica. Ver- Veronica. is introduced to us, and she's a bit of a red herring, Michael, because she's the only woman who wasn't murdered in in this big... So, the, the agency that Bucky has been working for is murdered, and we're introduced to Veronica Winters, who's the only survivor, and then we meet The Natural. Mm-hmm. Okay, and yes, Michael. Yes. Issue one, is that issue one or issue two? Issue I can't one. Remember. Issue one. Issue one features a young man who is just miraculously naturally adept at a bit of murder mayhem. Yeah, athleticism. Fight, fighting and killing. Fighting and killing. And he mops the floor with the boys. Yeah, kicks the shit out of Okay, him. because they don't work as a team yet, you see, Michael. Mm. They don't work as a team yet. And we've got a bit of a lethal weapon scenario going on, Michael, where they have to learn to work as a team yeah. to to win the day. Um, and then, basically, that's how issue one ends. They get their asses handed to them. Issue two, we kind of start unraveling the mystery, Michael. Yes. And and the lads are digging through, to, trying to find out where this kid came from. And, you know, he's a, he's a troubled kid. He's got some issues. But, you know, he could be an asset. Maybe he could be returned to the side of the angels, Michael. Mm. We don't know. We don't know, um, and then we get we get a we, we get into issue three, Michael, and it, it takes a weird national lampoon, faulty towers, <laughs> dive off a cliff. It does go. That's when it starts going a bit mental. So issue two, I like I quite liked issue two because I liked the assassin train thing, and you know I, I thought that <laughs> the, the that was pretty good. Train. The train full of assassins, I thought that was pretty good, and I liked the chat with Zemo. Um, as a kind so of strange. the enemy of mine enemy is mine friend. Um, so strange. Yeah, But, you know, I kind of like that. But then episode three, where we meet the natural's parents and find out they're Captain America fanatics. The parents are very well written. Yeah, that's so this is this is where 
an element of interest could have been introduced to us here, Michael, because we finally see a side of Marvel where we get to see people who are probably overly obsessed with superheroes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and their obsession has led to a house full of just memorabilia and junk. Yeah, what are you saying, then? Captain America? What are you saying? And what I'm what I'm saying is it's it's a very thinly veiled parody of Trumpism, but in a very different direction. Oh, did it's you think very so? strange? Did you think that's what um, it was? I thought it was blind devotion to an idol. I thought it was sporting flags with, you know, the name of someone you adore on them, wearing hats, collecting mugs, that kind of thing. And more importantly, it's passing those ideals down to your children and how dodgy that can be, Hmm. how that can skew a viewpoint. Now, Michael, that would have been interesting to see. Right. You know, treated in a proper, decent way. Go on. But I don't think we got that. That's interesting, I, Ben, because that's not how I read it at all. I read it as more. Oh, of never a, mind then. I read it as more. No, Ben, you're allowed to have your opinions. Just because they're wrong most of the time doesn't mean they're not worth getting out there. What I oh, re- thanks, Mick. Yeah, you're welcome. What I read it as was a kind of more of a parody of this room that I'm currently in. <laughs> little nerd boys. Little nerd boys and little nerd girls being obsessed with characters and, um, yeah, I, I have to be honest with you. I did not see. <laughs> Now, I could be wrong, Ben. It's unusual, but it's possible. But I didn't see any Trumpism (laughs) parallels, to be honest, because his parents were portrayed as entirely sympathetic characters. They they are sympathetic. And I I don't think... I I think that's the whole point, is it's not a direct takedown of a far-right image or anything like that. But it is a a, a small investigation into blind devotion. And, you know, I, I, I thought it was quite interesting. The parents are... The best new character. I like his parents. I like the banter between them. I like the way they finish each other's sandwiches. I thought it was, I thought it was quite good. But it is definitely the third, the turning point into. This is just mad. This is like a, you know yeah. what vibes it gave me, Ben. What? You know what vi- vibes I really got from that point on. Go on. Um, what was that comic? That was later the Warren Ellis comic that was later declared not in continuity. Was it Agents of Chaos? Agents of Hate? Oh, I don't know. It was a comic book starring. Did we even did we talk about it on this podcast, Ben? It was a comic book about a team of superheroes who were kind of superhero losers. There was. Oh, yeah. Captain Captain's Captain Four Letter Word. And Boom Boom and Elsa Bloodstone and Machine Man. I do remember that a little bit. Oh, that's the one where it's the... Is is it the... Is it all the heroes? Or is all the villains, the B-list villains together? No. No, no, no. It wasn't B-list villains together. Hold on. Um, You spin your wheels there. I'll figure out what that was called. Yeah, so basically we're introduced to that concept and then we find out that the the natural has been raised with this devotion to Captain America. So Sam and Book get the idea of, well, maybe we can get through to the kid by appealing to that. And then the parents say, well, if you really want to get through to our son, you got to dress the part. So they get <laughs> they get the, the costumes. They get replica costumes of their actual Captain America outfits. Brilliant. Um, Absolutely brilliant, Ben. And that was pretty funny. 
Like, there's there's a few good comedic beats there. They're standing on a building doing the old superhero stakeout. And Bucky is there going, it chafes, Sam. I don't know. Does yours chafe? Does yours ride up? I don't remember my actual costume chafing this much. And then Sam is like, the mask smells. And he's like, I don't want to think about it, Sam. Um, and it's a whole thing. It's weird. Yeah. Weird stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Benjamin, what did you think about the twist? That he's a... Oh, that Veronica's the new head of Hydra. Yeah, kind of. Not really, though, was she? No, she's just a... So this is this is the second twist that really irked me. <laughs> um, it's, it's the phone call between Veronica and her parents as she strolls through Hydra saying hi to everybody. Yeah. Um, grand bunch of and lads. And how she's going... And she, Hydra, a grand bunch of lads... Um, we should get that on a t-shirt And What irked me there Michael is They're just not a threat They're they're just a bunch of, of Kind of And she thinks she's going to change the world with these people But again it's a weird comedic shift Yeah 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 um, Ben the comic I'm referring to is called Next Wave Oh very good And it's no longer in continuity Yeah it was later declared uh, Warren Ellis and Stuart Immanen And this starts like a normal comic book, but ends up very similar to that. Even the art style ends up being quite similar. I don't know if you've ever read it, Ben. I haven't. Have you, have we covered it on this podcast? Maybe we'll do it. We on haven't. This, maybe we'll do it on this podcast sometimes because it's we should. It's very interesting. Hmm. We should. Um. So. Yeah, what, what go on, tell me more about the end then and and what that has to do with So the whole the whole like everybody turning on each other and allegiances switching backwards and forward constantly. Again, it's it it's it descends to the point of comedy. It it becomes a comedy. It's it's it starts as a spy drama, it finishes as an action comedy. Yeah. Like okay, so the, the way it kind of all ends up is Sam and Bucky in issue four think they've gotten through to the young fella. They think, you know, maybe he is going to be on the side of the angels. It turns out he's a diehard Captain America fan. And then issue five all over again, there's a big twist. And it turns out, nah, just like killing people. And I like this lady Veronica. So I'm going to give her a dig out. Yeah, well, Ben, she did Um, get a sexy evil makeover. She got a sexy evil makeover. She did, Michael. Um, But again... It just very that those hopping allegiances as you said are very strange. And then Sam and Bucky just win. No, no, they beat him up. Yeah, I know, but they just win, Michael. And I, I, I just found it very strange. I think that whole Zemo versus Veronica versus Hydra agents who are on Veronica's side versus Hydra agents who are on Zemo's side versus knocking the kid out versus ah, I just thought it it descended into. It was almost just madcap humor. It was yeah, just yeah. Weird. It's it does. It completely goes. It goes. It. Go, I, I Ben. I've repeated this a couple of times. But look at that cover. Look at that cover, Ben. That's not what we get. Mike. That cover looks like you're getting a grim and gritty Bucky and Falcon against against all sorts of things that are going to be. But no, it's a madcap nah. adventure about a weird kid. And I don't see how it can be in continuity. Why not? Because it's just. It's just weird, man. <laughs> it's, just, it's like, ah, uh, I don't know. 
I one of the things that I hate about the the edition you're holding in your hands, Michael, is that Dan Mora did a, it did the cover for all these, and I love Dan Mora, and you love Dan Mora, even if you don't know you love Dan Mora, because Dan Mora did Klaus, which you absolutely love. Oh yeah, he's good, isn't he? He's good, and do you know what, Michael? He did the covers for every issue of this, but he didn't do any of the interior artwork. What we got was Federico Vincenti, which wasn't bad. I'll be honest. Benjamin. As comic book stuff goes, it's clean, readable, good action. Not I for that. have to say, Benjamin, I really like the internal art. I think it is actually quite good. Yeah, but it wasn't Dan Mora, and that's that upset me. No, it's not Dan Mora, sure, but it is. It's Otley esque. It is Otley esque. It and is. I think he started a whole wave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He definitely comic has. Like, it is definitely. It is the. It is the defining style of the 2010s and early 2020s yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um. 100. It is Otley esque. It's Immerman esque as well. Like it. It. Mm. It does mm. look a lot like that work, and that's 15 years old. But um, I liked it. It was consistent. It was colorful. It was engaging. It was clear. There were no points where I was going, "What has happened here?" Oh no, hold on. I lie. The aerial battle was a little bit muddy. Not yeah. not in terms of design or not muddy in colours or anything, but I didn't quite follow exactly. Although what having, was going on? Having said that, having said that, I found the action panels in this easy to just kind of breeze through and not really pay attention to. Well, that entire train sequence is an interesting use of panels and snapshots to to depict action do you know mm. what i mean it's it is a very it is a very well put together comic i won't i won't fault federico vincenti for that funnily enough michael it's interesting that you bring up the aerial battle i think somebody showed Derek landy a skeleton of the falcon and winter soldier pilot um at one point for disney plus and said can you do something with that that'll loosely tie together because a lot of the beats are there there's the yeah, the yeah, aerial yeah. battle there's you know there's the there's zemo there's there's a piece of dialogue in this michael that is in the falcon and the winter soldier go on where he says uh we're colleagues we're professionals we're the sebastian stan line where he's trying to define his relationship to the falcon is there yeah ben um and it's in this comic ben is it possible that old derek landrul um, Landringdon. Landringdon. Derek Word Landringdon. Is it possible mm-hmm. then that he, like us, saw the trailer and then they said, do a Falcon and Winter Soldier comic. There's the trailer. Put some of those themes in it. But you're mm-hmm. not, well, you're not, that's all you're getting. Yep, that's it. You know, that's, the, that's what because, happened. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me at all. And that's not, uh, uh, that's, there's nothing negative about that. No, I he was think. given what he was given to work with. Well, well, that's speculation. But like I said, that the start, Ben, where Bucky is breaking out of the building and beating all those people up and then they go into the room and everyone's dead and then they're trying to track down that lady and then this mysterious, weird kid shows up and beats them up. I really like issue one. Yeah, shame. Issue five, complete and utter comical farce. Yeah, it's it's just it it does end up faulty towers esque. Mm, mm, yeah, um, we might be harping with, on about that now, Ben, a little bit. Let's be no, honest. it's too late now. We've 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 barreled into it. So uh, there are a couple of things, Michael, that are are missing from this, I suppose, in Go in on. the same way as the TV series. Now it's not a direct adaptation. Um, it's not a direct so, adaptation, Ben, but it's also nothing to do with it. 
It's also nothing to do with it whatsoever. But, you know, a lot of those interesting themes that could have been played with are just ignored by the end of the the comic, Michael. So we had the, well, what I consider to be the parallels to blind devotion to a, an idol. Right. And what you consider to be the bloody don't be a nerdy boy in your room collecting toys. Ah, leave me alone. Ah, you're all right, Michael. It's fine. It's too late to save you now anyway. Um... But, you know, there's there's no conversation around... There's a little bit of conversation around legacy and who we're supposed to be. There's a little bit of, oh, Bucky, what kind of man are you going to be now that it's all, you know, it's all said and done? Are you going to be a winter soldier boy? Because he tries to take out the, the natural. Yeah. Um, at the very beginning, he's like, do you know what? Screw this. I'm just going to... I'm just going to kill him. I'm going to kill him. I'm just going to kill him. And Sam is like, no, you can't do that. But um, then that all makes perfect sense because these characters aren't the characters from the comic book, from the true. TV show. Like this Winter Soldier has not been the Winter Soldier for what, nearly 20 years at this stage? He's been Captain I America. so, yeah. He's been Captain America and retired as Captain America, been replaced as Captain America by Sam Wilson who then yep. himself retires as Captain America and is replaced by Captain America, who's then briefly a Hydra agent and then returns as Captain America. You know what I mean? They're well, not let's the Let's never same... do a mainstream comic again. No, no, let's not do mainstream comics, Ben. It's two Captain America. This, they should have called this Too Many Captain America Boys. Two, uh, yeah. <laughs> how, many, how many Captain America Boys are there? I mean, Ben, it's it's not a coincidence that the, the natural is blonde-haired and blue-eyed. I like that Steve's parents are very definitively said to be Irish immigrants by the Irish writer. Uh, yeah, look, I think mm, a little bit I of artistic it. license there. I love there. it, I love it. Um, and it's said definitively by the man who would know because he knew his parents. Yeah, he yeah. says, I knew his parents. It's not and his grandparents like... or his great-grandparents. His <laughs> parents were Irish immigrants. I love he it. He is... Yeah, his parents are first generation yeah. Irish. He is as Irish or you are as you or I, Ben. He just has a silly American <laughs> accent. <laughs> oh, Derek Landy, you cheeky boy. Oh, I love it. Um so he's he's gone and done that, Michael. Anyway, closing remarks on this, Michael. Yes. Uh, I I like the art, I like the style, I liked the colours. I particularly enjoyed issues one, two. It started going a bit weird and three, but I thought it was a funny little diversion. I didn't like that it became a full-on comedy by the end. Is my personal feeling on it? Yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna piggyback on all that, Michael. Say I agree with you, and then add that I regret buying it. I kind oh, of. Oh no, Ben! Don't re- I, don't regret things, I Ben. Ben, I would have preferred a digital edition. Michael, it, it is the road the digital edition. I'll I'll just keep it then. It is the road yeah, not travelled, Ben. That is the biggest. Dis- uh, the ancient Chinese saying, Ben, it is the road not travelled, which is a disappointment for many. Benjamin, if people liked this, if here's a big question, right? If people like the TV show, will they like this? No, probably no. Um, yeah, probably no. If you liked the Falcon and the Winter Soldier TV show, there's a perfect comic that you can go and read. Oh, go on. It's the it's the Ed Brubaker run on Captain America that introduced the Winter Soldier and re-envisioned uh, Captain America for the 2010s and 2020s as more of a spy agent. It is the direct inspiration for the reimagining of Captain America from the Winter Soldier onwards in the MCU. But if you um, did like this, Ben, what could you read? That's also a good question. Deadpool. Go pick up any of the the Deadpool uh, runs from the 2010s when Marvel was just obsessed with them and put them on everything. 
uh, I think that'll do you. I think also Die, Die, Die by Robert Kirkman, which we've recommended before. I think there are elements of that in there as well. Yeah, this is um, Die, Die, Die is a lot more mature and adult than this. A lot more gross. Yeah, it is. Um, I think if you like this writing style, you should probably pick up the Skullduckery Pleasant books. Go on. I think you'd probably enjoy them. I think those are something you would... If you like that kind of madcap character, witty banter writing, then pick up the Skullduckery Pleasant books. They're they're worth a read. Yeah, they're I think you well would written. like Next Wave as well. I think you would thoroughly enjoy Next Wave if you enjoyed this. Look, you can't, you can't ask for better than that, ladies and gentlemen. We just handed it all to you on a silver platter. Silver just- platter. Get out of town. Benjamin. Uh, I liked yes. when he called when he thought his cat would like Misty Knight because they were metal arm buds. And it didn't work out at all. No, no good. Misty's not going to talk to him for months. Yeah. But they are. Um, they both have metal arms. They're metal arm buds. It's true. It's true. Uh, Michael, join us next week. No. Well, you, you'll have to join me. No, two weeks time. Yeah. Sorry. Join us in two weeks time. All right. Oh, well, yeah. Where we're going to be looking at uh, frogmen. Frog catchers. <laughs> frogmen. <laughs> Oh, I quit. Frog catchers. Oh, frog very catchers. Good. Yeah, yeah. We're going to be looking at frog catchers from Image Comics uh, by Jeff Lemire. Oh, uh, good old Jeff. That was sent in to us by a uh, listener of the the podcast, Infinity Action Figures. And Michael, do you know how he let us know? Did he hop up on the Discord, Ben? He got up on that Discord, Michael. Well, that's good. That's good. Yeah, that's we what should... we've been asking people to do. I think we should get like a funk theme tune. Hop up on that Discord. Hop up on that Discord, baby. (laughs) All right. Well, we can't. (laughs) You can't just plagiarize existing songs. We'll just get. We'll hire. We'll hire a singer songwriter to do us a funk version (laughs) of Hop Up up on that Discord. (laughs) Sold. Yeah, good. Sold. I love when you cost Uh, me money, Ben. It's great. (laughs) That's been the foundation of our entire working relationship. Yeah, no, just relationship, Ben. You don't have to. You don't have to qualify it with working. And I occasionally let you keep one of the comics I don't like. Yay! Uh, <laughs> what a trade. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's it from us this week. But if you did have any strong thoughts on this, do get up on the Discord or find us on Instagram. Hop up on that Discord, issues. baby. Down, 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 down. Um, and yeah, get up on there. And uh, as always, you can send us in anything you'd like to see on the podcast. And if you haven't had enough of our strange rambly banter, you can find us at our other podcast. It's Michael and Benjamin's podcast. You can go find that easily. Just type it into Spotify. Yeah. And have a look. Have a look. It's on there. Yeah. Or even just say to uh, Google, okay, Google, play the latest episode of Michael and Benjamin's podcast. Right, now you can rewind that by 30 seconds, hold that up to whatever speaker or smart device you have in your home and it'll do that for you. Okay, Alexa, play the latest episode of Michael and Benjamin's podcast. Just, uh, we couldn't make it easier for you. Yeah. Right, bye. Oh, it's over, is it? All right, goodbye. See you in two weeks.